0: According to weather reports from Brazil's main coffee-growing region, Minas Gerais had received only 11.5 millimetres of rain in the past week, about half of what is typical for this time of year. About 30% of Brazil's Arabica coffee comes from the Minas Gerais region. Some cooperatives are monitoring the market to determine the likely direction of coffee futures, and their work has been complicated by several conflicting indicators. The unexpected weather pattern in Brazil is being analyzed in conjunction with other anomalies to determine whether coffee prices are likely to rise or fall. As RoboBank's regular research summary suggests, a surplus of 1.7 million bags would put downward pressure on prices. The full report is only available to clients. However, We have noted that tight supply from Colombian exports, combined with the absence of rain in Brazil, is likely to reduce this oversupply. To make the calculation more difficult, however, according to the Green Coffee Association report, stocks increased by 86,308 bags this month, compared to April, an increase of 1.48% in a single month. Finally, Vietnam reports spectacular export growth of about 28% due to favorable free trade agreements and improved clearance procedures
1: for customers. Shipping coffee with sailboats. Shipping is responsible for about 2.5% of global carbon emissions. Add to that the noise pollution that prevents certain marine animals from finding their way around or communicating with potential mates. Sailboats could be a good answer to the problems on several fronts. Bar Talks reported that the Piccadilly-based department store, Fortnum & Mason, sells sailboat chocolate, a chocolate that is 99% emission-free. The store imports its chocolate from a Caribbean solar-powered factory by ship, an electric van, and a horse cart. Shipping is a diesel-hungry process, which is why a group of environment-conscious coffee roasters and importers, Have turned their backs on modern shipping methods and embraced the traditional, motorless sailboats. Well, perhaps not completely motorless, but an engine is installed as standby in case of emergency. Yala Coffee from the UK is one such roaster. They import their Colombian coffee by sale, actualizing their vision of minimizing their footprint. Belco, a French based importer, has imported 22 tons of Colombian coffee. It has been such a success among eco oriented customers that it now plans to import 4,000 tons by sale by 2025. One problem might be the size of the vessels. The big cargo ships can transport enormous amounts of various goods, something that sailboats simply cannot do. Belco will definitely need a big ship to import 4,000 tons. The importer is relying on its compatriot, Transoceanic Wind Transport, or TOWT. Since 2011, TOWT has been focused on reducing their carbon footprint by using wind power. According to the graphs on their website, each year, the company saves around 2,400 tons of CO2 from being released into the atmosphere. Now, they are also building a bigger boat that will be able to carry 1,100 tons of cargo, a ship that will definitely prove useful to Belco. The coffee industry has been amongst the leaders of the agronomical green movement. Farmers have been growing coffee under the shade of trees, replacing chemical fertilizers with organic waste, all in an effort to increase the quality of their crops, and decrease their carbon footprint. Many roasters have switched to biodegradable or recyclable packaging for their products, some even go so far as to only sell coffee when people bring their own containers, eliminating packaging completely. Shipping has been a weak link in the supply chain since the start. Sailboats are romantic ideas, but they are not a practical replacement for cargo ships. They do, however, demonstrate the demand for change, and the price some people are willing to pay. In turn, we hope this will drive larger companies to adopt more climate-friendly measures. For example, there was a news story from a couple of years ago, in which Swedish inventors were bringing sails back to cargo ships. Existing cargo ships can also benefit from wind power, by being adapted to have a large kite, or parafoil, deployed when the ship is at sea. These have been in development for some time, and although they claim a potential reduction of 40% in carbon emissions, they haven't been as widely deployed as some had hoped. The landscape of cargo shipping is changing, But the question of whether sustainable solutions will evolve from a novelty to the mainstream cannot yet be answered. According
0: to a report by the country's central bank, Tanzania's coffee export revenue was down 27% in April and production overall was lower by 19%. Tanzania, which produces Arabica and Robusta coffee, is Africa's fourth-largest coffee producer after Ethiopia, Uganda and Côte d'Ivoire. This June, the government announced plans to increase its coffee production to 75,000 tons from 65,235 tons in the current year through a program of rehabilitating existing coffee farms and training farmers on good agricultural practices Uganda, which saw a 24% drop in production against last year, managed to increase revenue, as they benefited from high prices, but coffee prices have been softening in April, and Tanzania's revenues decreased from $14 million in March, on production of 3,600 tons, to just $10.2 million with a production of 2,900 tons. Tanzania produces Arabica and Robusta, which are traded based on the prices from the New York and London ICE markets respectively. The country is not a large consumer of coffee and exports the majority of what it produces.
2: U.S. Roaster Coffee Champion Nick Berardi's Road to Victory Nick Berardi, head roaster at Mostra Coffee, was crowned the best roaster at the recent U.S. Roaster Championship held in Boston. Chosen among 22 competitors, Berardi will now represent the USA at the World Coffee Roasting Championship in Milan. Although relatively new to roasting, Nick Berardi managed to impress the judges with his green grading of coffee, the planning of the roasting, and its execution. His first professional experience in the industry was as a barista at Brioso Coffee when he moved from fine dining to the coffee industry. After a few years, he moved on to Bird Rock Coffee Roasters, where he learned a lot about behind-the-scene operations of the business, including sourcing, logistics, and sales eventually he found himself working at mostra aside from his love for all things coffee what attracted berardi to Mostraw was their conscious effort to always contribute something to communities he considers the company his second family in an interview with barista magazine berardi said i am part of a team that performs to its best every day and the best way to test that was to see if i measured up and to exhibit that in competition mostra, Or performance in Italian mirrors the founders' professions: Beverly Magdanong as an opera singer and Jelen Malone as an actress and TV host. Despite not knowing a lot about coffee or the industry at the beginning, Berardi said they had the vision to create a sustainable livelihood for the farmers in the Philippines. Prior to 2020, when the preliminaries for the roasting championship took place, Berardi had only competed in barista contests. Furthermore. At the time of the preliminaries, he had only been roasting coffee for six or seven months, but he was equipped with a lot of experience in the industry. However, competing in America is not the same as competing against the world's best. Berardi plans to read and learn a lot more before his trip to Milan. There, the competition is more complex, as it covers even more technicalities of roasting. World of Coffee is an annual trade show that showcases the products and services of coffee industry suppliers, and where different competitions take place. This year, it will be held in Milan from June 23 to June 25. Nick Berardi will be competing at the World Coffee Roasting Championship, which consists of three stages, coffee grading, roasting profiling, and the roasting proper. Mostra Coffee is a San Diego-based micro-roaster, Founded in a garage in 2013 by Beverly Magtanong and Jelen Malone, two Filipino-Americans. At the core of the company lies the desire to lift Filipino farmers out of poverty.